morning. How are we? Hope we are well. Hair is crazy. That reminds me, I need a haircut today. It's a good thing about technology. It always makes me, reminds me of when I need a haircut. Anyway, just walking by spec savers with glasses on my head. Sorry. Apologise as I walk in. So, um, if you haven't seen the news, should, they are looking at, due to the obesity crisis that essentially worsened by lockdown. Hey, Gina. Um, they are adding more weigh-ins in primary schools to help tackle obesity. And I find it, I'll be totally honest, I can see where from an outside point of view, you can collect more data and you can say, you know, yeah, you can, you can have a look and, and get an idea of quickly maybe of, of who is overweight, etc. However, you've got to look at it from a point of view as in terms of treating symptoms rather than doing something about it. You know, where what an opportunity to focus more on educating and, and actually letting kids kind of just play and be and focus on physical education more, more time in PE, le- learning how to make food, cook food, rather than just add more weigh-ins. Surely resources can be put to better use. And I'm saying this from someone who's got a daughter starting school in September and just that idea of being around weigh-ins and then you throw in the fact that Slimming World are now saying you can join Slimming World from the age of 11 years old. You can join Slimming World from 11 years old. Now, I have no problem with Slimming World. It works for a lot of people. But when you're getting a kid into looking into food in that much detail, 11, and, and, and I say detail in terms of not even in a scientific way, labeling foods as good, bad, green, reds, ambers, isn't really ideal when you consider that if you actually just teach the science of actual science, chemistry, we should be teaching kids actual nutrition science, in my opinion, so that we understand that actually what, why we need food from a positive point of view, why we need food from a positive point of view to do the things we want to do, to get stronger, to get fitter, rather than from quite a negative, I don't eat this, don't eat that. It's quite interesting, actually. I'd love to know your thoughts on it. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Karen. Hey, Gina. Um, but, you know, with eating disorders on the rise, I know that Beat, Beat It, Beat, um, the charity for eating disorders has, I believe, has raised concern. There is actually a, a petition to stop them doing this. And, and I'll be honest, I've worked in um, public health and I worked in a children's weight management program. And it did involve weighing the kids before and after because, you know, you, ha- you have to get one measure, right? You have to get a measure of whether it's working or not. Hey, Rachel. And the problem is, is with kids, they're growing as well, aren't they? So obviously you use a percentile instead of the exact weight. Okay, So you use a percentile instead of the exact weight. Because if you grow, you're going to put on weight, right? But it doesn't mean you put on body fat, etc. And the kids generally didn't know. They didn't know what the number on the scale set they just used to stand on it but sometimes the parent would come in and say oh what, what is it oh it's this oh that's higher than last time and they might say that out loud and, and then it's like you know, you've got an 11 year old then thinking about weight which you know given that most I say stereotypically people battle with their weight their whole life it's probably not a good start in life to be 11 years old and worried about your weight really 
you know, can we focus on more positive habits? Like I said, like the, the cooking side of things, the PE, physical activity, adding ed- exercise as part of your day, more, more time there, surely the resources can be there instead of treating the symptoms. Because I guess the strategy needs to be, if you're going to weigh someone, what are you going to do with that data? If you're going to send them on Slimming World at 11 years old, yeah. Anyway, I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Bit of a rant this morning, actually. It's uh, quite a topic close to home. There's two daughters. You look at social media. You look at rise of eating disorders. Had an eating disorder myself. So I'm, I'm looking at it thinking, yeah, I can see potential problems. But I can see, I can see why people might suggest that's a good thing. You're collecting data more, etc. But you know, you're just gonna kind of get them in young on weighing themselves. It's gonna be a long battle ahead. Anyway, my opinion on this, we've got to educate on on cooking, on how to make meals really simple, easy, healthy, simple swaps that we can make, nutrition in terms of point of view of actually letting kids be for a bit longer than normal as well. We often don't let kids just kind of be and, and foods on a level playing field. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that I do with my kids, for example, so I'll give you an example. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect at all, but um, they had um, cakes made for them. And they obviously wanted them, so they came in, they saw them, and it was like three o'clock. So that time before dinner, right? It's not quite dinner yet. And it's like, well, if they eat that, they're gonna, are they going to eat their dinner? And then I don't want them to say, well, you can't eat that, but you can eat that. You know, you start to put food on the pedestal, you want it more. So what I did is I thought, you know what, we'll just put a buffet out. So I had savoury foods, boiled eggs in there. It was just a real quick one, like ham, cucumber, carrots, hummus, cupcakes. And it was really interesting to watch what they did. Yeah, granted they're two and four. It was quite interesting to watch what they did. So they, they would have a little bit of a bite of like a cupcake and then just dip a carrot stick in hummus and eat it. Like really, like foods on level playing field. It was quite interesting to watch. Like there was no, whereas for me, because we've got this like belief that certain foods are nice enough as you can't have them all the time. We might go, yeah, I'll just eat the cake. I'll just eat all the cake. Because I can. It's really interesting. And that's the problem with restriction. Too much restriction in terms of being policed. It's got to be your rule, your kind of decision to have something. It, there's a difference between saying I can't have something and I'm choosing not to have something. That's a big thing that I talk about in our food freedom program. So I've got a brand new comfort eating, binge eating program coming out soon to to help with this really, to build a better relationship with food. It's not just about that, but it's a big edge of it because I know that a lot of people struggle with snacking, emotional eating. So anyway, on that note, on that note, I'll leave you with that. If you do want to, um, get my free report on cravings, by the way, and how to help with hunger and cravings. Just drop the word cravings below and I'll send that over to you. Um, But let me know your thoughts on that. I'd love to know. Should kids have more weigh-ins? Speak soon. Take care.